Hello, everybody. This is Beaches to Mountains, and we're back after uh, two months where we didn't record because we've been mostly self-isolating and not getting together and staying safe distance from each other. So how did you guys spend these two months? What are the news? What's going on? Well, should I start? Go for it. Hi, I'm Stephanie. Since it's been a while, you may not know who I am anymore. If you did before, I'm not sure. So I bought a house because, you know, it's the best time to buy a house when people are losing their jobs and self-quarantine. But it was a very interesting experience um, buying a house uh, during a pandemic, doing a lot of paperwork online and then doing the closing and everything uh, with all the different uh, new protocols going on. Also trying to get back into shape. During these two months, I've gained weight from sitting on the couch and watching TV. Yeah. Hi, Adrian. What about you? I've been hiking and started running three days a week, so I haven't been on the weight gain journey that most people have been in this quarantine. But I've also been spending way too much money and time building Legos. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have de- we have developed some unhealthy habits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least we're not drinking, so yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Le- Legos are a better addiction. So. Uh, I've also been running, but then I got a piriformis, piriformis injury, and I'm taking a break right now. I also hiked a little bit with Adrian, but it was all, only a couple times, not, not a lot. So since uh, we've all been kind of limited in our movements, and there are a lot of uh, things that uh, are open at limited capacity, we want to talk today about trails that are local to Jacksonville, so... Most of places where you can stay within Duval County, but you can uh, hike three or more miles. And uh, I would like to start with the UNF trails, since we all graduate from UNF, and uh, uh, these are the trails that we've been mostly familiar with. So I looked up a little bit of history on those trails, and uh, they were named after uh, Robert W. Lofton, who was a a professor and environmentalist at UNF, and uh, he actually designed the trails. So that was actually a pretty cool piece of knowledge, because I I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Today I learned. Yeah, today I learned. So first time I hiked there was, uh, I think I already graduated, which is weird, because I've never went there while I was at UNF. Oh, I did. Yeah, I did. I went all the time. I used to, I would get frustrated with my programming projects and I would just walk down to the trails, take my shoes off and go barefoot for like an hour and a half and then come back with muddy feet to the computer lab. (laughs) That explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I don't think I knew there were the trails have have been like starting while I was at UNF and then one day, I think after I graduated, uh, my husband and I have uh, decided to like just go check it out, and we saw like an, um, a giant owl. I mean, by giant, I mean it was like maybe like a foot tall or something, or more. And I thought that was like a dog sitting on a trail, and uh, like from far away because I couldn't see it very well because it's in the woods. And uh, I was like, "Is that a dog?" And then the dog flew up and, and sat on a tree. <laughs> flying dogs yeah, at UNF well, yeah, alright <laughs> man this is a pretty magical experience yeah, right now yeah, I know. <laughs> so Stephanie what, what is your experience with UNF trails 
Um, nothing as exciting as that. I think the the most fun I had doing UNF trails is whenever it was after the hurricane. Was it Matthew? I don't remember. Which one? <laughs> yeah, no, Irma Irma Irma. Whatever UNF trails was like pretty wrecked. They had to rebuild. Maybe it was Irma or Matthew. I think it was Irma that wrecked Jacksonville pretty bad. They both wrecked Jacksonville pretty bad. Anyway, so it was pretty wrecked, and I thought it was kind of fun doing the trails because the wooden pathways weren't complete anymore, so it was kind of like an obstacle course. At least it wasn't supposed to, but it was fun trying to get around and get to the other side. They they did the like, recent repair work, didn't they? I don't know if they've actually fixed the, the one loop on the Goldenrod Trail. Okay. The one loop in the far back corner where you can get to the uh, to the golf course. Yeah, I think they fixed uh, the majority of it, but they're still doing an extensive amount of work. At least the uh, the boardwalk that that's like at the beginning of the trail, the red maple. Yeah, I don't know the names of the yeah, sections. Fixed. Oh yeah, and they also have a gopher tortoises at one of the trails. Gopher tortoise ridge trail, the green yes. one in the back of the. Tra- <laughs> yeah, and which I think one thing about UNF trails that I kind of don't like is that they not marked very well because I actually got lost there once like a couple of years ago. I went with Katya and uh, we just like kind of got turned around and we weren't looking where we were going and we ended up going the wrong direction. And I'm like, it's kind of getting dark. We should get out of the woods. She's like, yeah, we should. And then we get. Was low. it the very back corner where the Goldenrod and Gopher Tortoise Ridge Trail meet? Yes, in the back corner by that lake that's not supposed to be there. Yes, so yeah, I get lost there every single time. <laughs> well, because we were, I thought we were going back to the beginning of the trail. Nope. And then I saw I two ninety five, and I'm like, wait a minute, we're supposed to be away from that, <laughs> like not close to it. So why why is that lake not supposed to be there? So as the story goes, the UNF is built up on on land. And when the construction company was digging out the dirt for the, the main lake that's supposed to be there to build UNF up, they were also digging out that lake and selling that dirt as landfill. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, that's not weird. supposed to do that. Yeah. And also one thing about UNF trails is I don't normally see too many people there. Yeah. It's usually not terribly crowded. But like, it's also not well advertised. Yeah, I I don't think, like, uh, because we went uh, running there a couple times, and I don't think I've seen a single person there at that time. Like, I've seen some people when we went hiking, but most of the times it's just, I feel like it's just me in this preserve. Yeah. I think UNF mostly advertises the, what was it, the rope course and zipline? Yeah, uh, that's the only thing they advertise because they get money out of it. And they have, like, the kayaking and stuff, but... Yeah, I, I tried going kayaking once, but I already graduated, and they're like, oh, this is for current students only. And I'm like, can I rent one? They're like, no. <laughs> so I'm not sure if the policy has changed since, but I'm like, I'm an alumni. Like, can can I can I please? No. <laughs> I did it a few times, but it's not that exciting because it's only like around a lake. It's not very big. Yeah, I haven't seen a gator in there since 2009, so probably wouldn't be that exciting anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, well, uh, it's a good trail. It's about what four miles? 
I have no idea how many miles total. I, I think it's about four miles. So I get lost and do more miles than I should. Yeah, and uh, it's mostly nice around the start of the trail and a, a bit different the deeper you get in the woods. So it does have the uh, exercise trail. Oh yeah, it has the exercise thing. It was like uh, was it like push ups, pull ups, and all that. Yeah, yeah, that part is nice and. Uh, it has a pretty good location, so that that's a nice trail to check out. So the next trail I want to talk about is the Arboretum, which is the the Jack's Arboretum Gardens is the full name of it. So that trail was actually created pretty recently in 2004. It, the site where it's located was formerly used by a mining company to harvest some uh, Zorkan. And it was the Humphreys Gold Mining Company that uh, owned that land. And I, I'm not sure what happened to them, but, you know, they, start, they stopped using it eventually. And, the land uh, ran out of the resources they wanted, I'm sure. And so that lake in the middle of the Arboretum, it's actually a borrow pit. Huh. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so... That, well, today a, I'm just learning all the things. Now yeah. it's a, a lake and then alligators apparently hang out in there. So I, I think... I've never uh, seen a gator there. Uh, I I think the group of people who uh, manages it, like they started in 2004, and uh, I think they're doing a pretty good job because like most of the trees have names on them and all that. Like it's 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 an arboretum, so like the, the goal of it is to preserve the nature and stuff. So what what are your guys' experiences with arboretum? Have have you not been there, Eugene? I have. It's not that thrilling, <laughs> in my opinion. For where I hike, I'm just kind of like. It's a place to go when I run out of options, or I need to stay local. Yeah. What about you, Stephanie? Um, I really like it because um, it's really easy to get around the trails, and they're pretty... Um, I feel like they're like good little chunks. It's a good place to bring your dog, because the, the trails are pretty cleared out. I usually have too, too many issues with insects. I mean, I do recommend spraying wherever you go, but I feel like I'm not eating alive when I go there. And then plus they have like a little garden when you first walk in to kind of check out with all the different flowers and stuff. And then like Vaselina said, they have a lot of stuff marked. They also have events there too. So I've bought honey there. And then they have people that... Oh, wow. I didn't know they had events. I need to check it out. Yeah, when... they have like a fairy festival. Um, they have kind of like a thing where people bring out their canvases and they paint. Um, a lot of... I've used it for photo shoots. The location is mostly like picturesque, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it that. My issue is I usually pass it on my way to another location that we'll discuss later on in this episode. It's a it's a very easy hiking trail. Like it's a good it's good to start out like I mean UNF was nice, but at least like this one's a little bit to me it's better marked because I know we were having Yeah. And and yeah. It, it's also every time I went it's pretty crowded, but not like to the uncomfortable level. At least you like you don't get this feeling of being like lost and alone in the woods. You kind of like, oh, there's nice people there, and they're also looking at the plants. So that kind of thing. Well, overall, it's a really nice location, and uh, definitely worth checking out like, from the biological point of view. Uh, it's a good place to start. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a good place to learn about, like, biodiversity of North Florida, I feel like. To me, it feels like people who run the uh, Arboretum, they're really into what they're doing, so it it's a, feels like a product of love. They've made some improvements recently too on the on the trails. Like I've added some more um little like boardwalks and stuff so it's easier to get around. So Yeah, I think it's like one of the most accessible 
trails. Yeah. I think it's by only like by donation only to it's yeah. Not yeah. Profit, it so. is in the same area near the Arboretum, so which is uh, around like Monument Road, and there is a Theodore Roosevelt area at Timocon Preserve, which is a great place. And, which is uh, where I go when I'm passing by Arboretum. Yeah, so uh, I learned an interesting bit of history about the Theodore Roosevelt area. So it was uh, donated uh, to the national, uh, not national park services, but to like the public lands by this gentleman uh, whose name was uh, Willie Brown. And Willie Brown was basically, uh, he owned the cabin, which you can still see the remains of that cabin there which I've never caught, but I'll need to check them out. It's but at the top of the one hill on the, you, on the main, main entry trail. Hmm? This, yeah, this is what it looks like. Y- yeah, I saw the pictures. I just like haven't... Actually... You probably run by it when yeah. we've gone running there uh, and not actually noticed it. Yeah, so Willie Brown uh, was offered a lot of money for the land by different companies. Nope. But he was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, as you said, because he he uh, his idea was that people need need to be in the woods, even though the like uh, he he said something along the lines of like if it was uh, up to those companies, there would be no woods from Jacksonville to New York or something like that. He understood uh, the need to preserve nature for the future generations. Yeah, and I ha- actually have this quote from him that I got from the from the National Parks website, which is which says, "People have to work in the cities; they can't live in the woods anymore." But they ought to have a place in the woods they can go to. So I'm like, go Willie. <laughs> 100%. He kind of, like, got it. He gets it. it. Yeah, he gets it. Like, this this gentleman was, like, really cool, apparently. To be fair, I've never actually hiked Theodore Roosevelt, but I ran it a couple times. So that's probably why I missed the cabin. Yeah, that would probably happen if you're just running it. Run if you're running it. by it, you will, yeah, you wouldn't notice if you're... Zooming by. I've hiked it a few times, actually. The one time I was supposed to be running it and then got distracted by moss on the ground. And then I kind of gave up on the run and just walked. I think I went with you one time or twice. I've been hiking there quite a bit. They have a couple observation, or they have the the one observation platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of in the swamp. Yep. Yeah. I try to stay away from the swampy areas during the summer because of the mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, but during the dry season, it's you can bad. almost walk out onto it. Yep. So, and, and the lengthwise is what, about three miles one way? Something like that. Yeah, and one... There's, there's hills. There's Oh, there's actually hills, which was very interesting when we actually went right in there. So, and I think one entrance is ne- next to Fort Caroline, and another one is off of McCormick. Yeah. That's a really cool place, and the nature is nice. And I think it's pretty well maintained, too, if I remember correctly. It's maintained. You just have to watch out when you're going to the observation deck. Um, the trails flood in that area. Oh, yeah, because it's basically a swamp at that point. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any house about the that area? It's one of my main go-tos. Uh, I haven't been there since the last time we went there when my mom was here. I went there the evening after I had to say goodbye to my dog. Aw. Aw. It's kind of just a way to... It was one of my go-to places when I need to just kind of reflect. It's a really nice uh, reserve, and uh, usually there's uh, plenty of people, I noticed. It's pretty popular and well-known. Yeah, so uh, I highly recommend it. It's a place to go hike. 
The next place on my list is uh, Tilly K. Fowler, which Aiden and I have been to only once. It used to be a Navy land, but it was leased from the from under Navy in 1979. And what was cool when we went there, there's this old brick road that goes through the park. Apparently that road used to connect Ortega to Jacksonville. And it used to be one way in the morning and one way in the evening. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. They had to maintain traffic because it wasn't wide enough for carts and car uh, vehicles to pass. Yeah, I remember noticing that it was pretty narrow. But uh, there are actually some boardwalks and you can um, go down to the to explore that old brick road. Uh, there's like little stairs you can use to get down to the brick road if you want to walk that. But the trail itself, I think there were two little trails. There were two little trails and then plenty of opportunity to go off trail at that park. There was a nice observation tower too, which was kind of nice because we just sat there and chilled for a little bit and watched the birds flying. I wish I had my binoculars, but I didn't, but... It was actually a really good observation tower because it put you at the treetops. Yeah, and there is this open area and I think we saw all kinds of birds of prey just flying over there and it was so quiet and peaceful. It was kind of easy to forget that only like a mile away is US-17, which is usually pretty busy road. It's kind of out of our normal like hiking range because it's on the west side and we're on the like south side. It's a bit of a drive for us, but I feel like... It's still local enough. It's still local enough to go to. And they had a nice nature center, which was closed when we went. Yeah, it kind of looked like they have an area set up for uh, outdoor classes and lectures. Yeah, and I think the total length of trails is about three and a half miles. So it's a nice morning hike. If I remember correctly, they also have a dog park, a uh, dog Oh, yeah, there. They, they had like a tiny do- dog park at the... That's what I was going to mention, because I haven't been to the trails, but I've been to the dog park. <laughs> oh, really? I, yeah, I they've had some nice. Boston Terrier meetups there. Cool. Oh, that's cool. So we've all been... Yeah. I, I thought you'd never been there, so... No, just the dog park. Surprise! Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> we know you as, a, you know, our dog park connoisseur, because you actually have a dog. Yes. The last park on my list is uh, Losca Park, which, you know, Adrian doesn't like because she's got bitten by a tick. I don't like that place anymore. Cleared out, mo- mo- like, than others, I imagine. It It is better maintained, and I was honestly surprised that I picked up a Lone Star tick there, but, yeah, not happy about that. Yeah, this park has also been built relatively recently. The land was purchased by the city in 1998, and park was completed in 2004, so it's about the same age as Arboretum, which is It surprising. took them that long to build the park and open it? I don't know. That's what their uh, City of Jackson website told me, so... Eh, well, it is, the, yeah, government. And so I looked into the name of the park, and... Uh, it's named after this uh, gentleman whose last name was Losco, and he was uh, like a farmer and landowner in that area, So, which explains why so many things in Mandarin, why, why all these things are named after him. And apparently the old buildings in Walter Jones Park are the remains of uh, his like winery and other stuff, and uh, that's about as much information I found online, and I feel like... If you want more information, it's someone that you need to go to the historic society. But it was pretty interesting uh, piece of knowledge. The trail in Losca Park is a 5K trail, so we ran it. I've never actually went properly hiking. There. I the first time I ever went, I hiked it, and the last two times I've gone, I've run the 5K trail. Yeah, which uh, the 5K trail is uh, pretty nice. 
it's well marked and it's the mileage markers are there too so you, yeah you know how far you've gone and how far you have left yeah, i think it's one of the best marked trails i've been to in jacksonville because there's literally a marker like every like quarter mile or something like that and i say i don't like it but i'll probably return because i do like running there yeah it's, it's a good trail for running yeah, uh, the terrain is nice. There's not many routes, and uh, I also need to get like trail running shoes because I've been running my like regular running shoes. Stephanie, have have you been to Losco Park? So the first time I went to Losco Park, I went to meet up with a LARPing group. Oh yeah, to bang each other with foam fo- sticks. Foam sticks and use a shield. I also have gone there during quarantine to walk around with the dog and check out the trails. There's also a very cute playground area where they have kind of like this giant webbed climbing thing you can go in and it's really cool. Oh yeah, like there is a lot of community building stuff in that park because there's a couple soccer fields and that playground. The trails on that park are actually pretty hidden off the main path. Yeah. if you don't know that they're there, you would never know. Well, what was interesting is we went trying mid-quarantine. I think it was one week after the official stay-at-home order. We went running there and half of the parking lot was full somehow at 7 Yeah, there were a bunch of people walking around. And a lot of people walk around like the main area of the park, around the pond and around the playground. But a lot of people still don't know about those trails. Yeah, I think there's like one uh, family that was on the trails and I've not seen that many people on the trails to, proper. To be honest, it's hard to see the trails unless you like look it up. Like if you're at the park, you wouldn't know they were there. No, because you would think it's just a dirt maintenance road. Mm-hmm. Unless you look and notice that there's actually a uh, a kiosk stand that has the trail like, map. You have to actually walk. Yeah, all the way yeah. Up which to was it. interesting. The first time <laughs> I went, there were soccer games going on. This is way before quarantine. And the buses that have been used to ship the kids into the soccer game were parked on that road. So I couldn't even see it from there. I had to walk between the buses to get to the trail. Interesting. It's kind of a weird place to park buses, but... The parking lot was full of the cars of the parents. Ah, makes sense, I guess. And they probably were like, I don't know what's here. (laughs) They're like, eh, no one uses these. It's not a trail. Yeah. I think that, well, the last time I was at Losco, there were firefighters out there trying to look for a hydrant out there. On the trail? Yeah. Huh. Uh, I need to check out this trail more often. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there. (laughs) I'm not not sure what happened, but they, they, I guess they had to go on foot to try to find the hydrant, but they were like asking us and I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) They got the, they they got the map of where the hydrants are. They had the coordinates and that's where it brought them to. Maybe they were were doing geocaching. I don't know. Geocaching for firefighters? (laughs) Yeah. That's what you just look for firehydrants. Or is this a uh, a prank you play on the newbie firefighters? <laughs> Just go go in the woods, find the fire hydrant. So what's nice about my new house is I actually have a fire hydrant in front of my house, which is kind of... And that's how you attract firefighters? <laughs> that's how I'm going to attract firefighters. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's actually really good like for insurance, because if your house ever catches on fire, you have a fire hydrant right there. And firefighters. Mm-hmm. So my dad like lives out in the middle of nowhere in, in Brooksville, Florida. And like they don't have like fire hydrants out on there. Yeah. We have fire hydrants on roads in Jacksonville that have nothing on them. But Brooksville can't put a fire hydrant out where there's houses. They don't even have like pavement. He has a dirt road. 
No firefighters for them. Well, the fi- well, to be fair, the they firefighters tank truck. the firefighters came out to his house and they're like, oh, it's just a small brush fire. And then they left. And then his neighbor called again saying, hey, this house is on fire. I'm standing in front of it. And then they finally came out the second time. But like it was already a loss. Yeah. Like the fire had gone through the fireproof safe and it started burning edges of documents. Like that's how the fire how long the fire had been going. It melted an entire TV down to the ground. It melted a, a freezer down to the ground. Noted. So fireproof safes are not entirely fireproof. Got it. Well, they, they're safe up to a certain amount of hours. Oh, is that how that But works? the fire was going for too long to be yeah. melting, you know, especially a freezer, how thick those are. Yeah, it's insane. Well, so, I'm glad no one was in that house. The moral of the story is buy a house in front of a fire hydrant. Or like in, Stephanie did. Or buy a house in the middle of nowhere and install one. Or that, yeah. Yeah, the, that fire hydrant brings all the firefighters to the yard. <laughs> you know where all the fire hi- firefighters are going to be in Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so on this note... Thank you for listening, and we hope that this little episode was useful for information about trails in Jacksonville. Please like and subscribe on whatever uh, podcast platform you're using, and like us on Instagram and Facebook, and we're going to have a website eventually. As soon as we do, we'll publish the information on our social networks. Stay safe, go hike, and happy trails. Happy trails. And don't let the ticks bite. <laughs> <laughs>